Blog Talk Radio. This is okay. Oh, what's that Dove Night, I'm here to talk to you. Dove Night, now here is Dove Night. Well, um, sociopaths keeps coming my way. And knocks at my door. But I have to keep it away. It comes in the form of racism that I believe I'm going through right now. By criminals who, as as I speak, targeted me because of jealousy. And trying to hinder my potential. I told you that I suspected people have forged my name on documents to be used. For my songs on videos or etc. or or use my or to get money, I receive the money. So like so, I may have committed a crime, but I have to check my credit. You know, I always check my credit all the time. But um, if that comes up, and again, it may be just an allegation, but I don't know. You know. But um, they targeted me because of jealousy and because they look at me as a victim. Same is true as the, with my home. I told you those allegations about the alleged. But when they say alleged, is it really true? Well, it may be. Um, it, ha- it needs a police investigation. So that's my honest assessment. I'm always honest about it. I'm always aware. But I do know there's racism and prejudice and trying to destroy me personally because I want to be a lawyer or I want to make it in the industry. One of the people who I consider outside, who's a, who I consider definitely antisocial, a, a psychopath, said they wanted to destroy me to stop me from being in the industry because of their um, envy and jealousy. That's someone I stay away from. That's evil, simply because I have talent or I want to uh, pursue uh, music and so on. As I said, my home is, is off limits to anybody. I don't allow people to look in. When a, when a crazy person make up allegations, which is crazy, untrue, or have said they committed a misdemeanor or felony by peeping into my little apartment where I own, and I own an apartment legitimately, if you want to check it on, you can go to the county and see my name and what year it is. 
but I own it uh, legally. And to hear that means this, this, these people are dangerous. They said they're the conservatives. Well, sound like they're really, what are they doing? Looking for a black man to kill or harass? And I think that's part of the reason. As I said before, they thought one of the, they call me the N-word constantly. It is a hate crime. I believe it's just, but that's one of the reasons. The other reason is because of, um, you know, if you don't have what you don't have, if you don't, if you, you know, if you don't understand how to live in California, California, we have all these anti-hate laws. We already got people filing complaints with hate crime laws. There were several people who, who committed hate crimes were arrested and put in jail, including where I live. There was somebody who went to jail for, uh, there were a couple of people arrested for homophobia, people arrested for racism. You know, that you can't be no racist in this society or no hate monger. And I don't know why they act like this. I like to hang around with open-minded people. People who are open-minded or at least respect other people who don't get into other people's business. You know, in this state, you don't do those things. So social, these sociopaths keep coming my way. They want to destroy me for trying to be good or trying to be an artist, a celebrity. And my stance is I, I have to continue doing what I need to do. My home is not for people out in the neighborhood or for a criminal to look at me outside the window. It's not a stage. I don't have a criminal record, and I did nothing wrong. Of course, I heard them say because they called the police that they got permission for the police to look in my home. You know that's they can't allow that. There's a law against it. You can look it up. I also had that the you know the, you know these people are monsters. They also know about the um, uh, making up stories about my mental health. As I said before in previous podcasts, my mental health is perfectly fine. I wouldn't be talking to you about it if it wasn't. And I don't like when people make false pre uh, false preconceptions about me that are not true. But yes, I have very that doesn't mean that I didn't have mental health problems in the past. I had suffered from PTSD and horrific experiences related to trauma and life-threatening situations that I learned over time to heal. I can't hang out with no criminal. I can't hang out with no evil person to stay safe. And, I, and I'm a very good person, but I am very much aware. So, you know, so if you say in that in that context, yes, they do have healthy uh, mental health issues, but that was because of actual bad experiences. Who would if my life was almost taken or severe harsh situations? But as far as anything more extreme than that, no. But it's just that I have to be very careful. I don't want no sociopath around me or no closed-minded person around me. 
or somebody telling me what religion to believe in. You know, again, I, as I said, with the mental health profiling, that should be a label. When people label people with a extreme mental health problem, that is that that, that is not true. We can't go by allegations. And yes, some people were saying, because I keep bringing up Peeping Tom and all that stuff, because I hear it all the time with the crazy people around me, or homeless sometimes, because it's like, why do I hear them? And I ignore it most a lot of the time. They think that I have schizophrenia or some false, and that's a false allegation. I don't. I'm very much aware of reality at all times. I don't have no type of schizophrenia or any severe illness. Uh, I have, I do have these sociopaths who also have thinking that in three years they're going to be a public guardian. That is a criminal situation. So I hope that um, you you guys know that. Now, people think that way, fine. But if I see it online or something about my name and connect it, then it could be defamation of character. I could sue. Or if I see my home or a picture of me in my in my bathroom or a video, I could sue if I see it or if someone bring it to me. I want to let everybody know that Dove Knight, I request if you have any videos or anything out there, on Twitter with me on it in bedroom or so on, please send it to me because that's, that's illegal, a crime. I'm living around people who make up allegations like this around me. That's illegal. But that's evidence. But, you know, I keep away. I keep away from evil people. When I was young, uh, growing up, I encountered evil, you know, in more ways than one. But I'm going to talk about it in terms of with other people at a very young age. At four, three years old, I was made fun of for who I was. I was um, harassed. So the bullies in the schoolyard or criminals in a, in, a, in a Delaware park or the robbery on Persian or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Being called names all the time as an adult. In my hometown here in Buffalo, um, I was like, gosh, these people got mental problems, you know? It's like I'm walking down the street and they're making fun of me and it's like, Okay, the east side, I'm looking at my sneakers, I'm looking at my hand, like, I don't see nothing unusual. Even in Buffalo or some parts of the east coast, northeast, it's very liberal, but it's, it has a tendency, you know, it has a tendency, some parts can be very old-fashioned. I'm not old-fashioned. They, you know, stuff like that. So... I just didn't understand it and being discriminated at the club and then being discriminated by the way I look. And I, 
So when I left and I came to L.A., no one made fun of me, pretty much. It's like there were more more important things to do. So I guess probably why that's why Los Angeles attracted um, the misfits and the outcasts, I guess. I was not a misfit or outcast in terms of crime or I didn't get in trouble with the law. I just was judged, prejudged. I just didn't fit in. Everybody seemed to be, you know, too shallow or too limited. And that's why I don't plan on going back there ever again. So um, that's how it is. But right now is, you know, when I had all these evil people come across me, even in L.A., a severe, severe incidence of being a victim of uh, fraud and a victim of brutality and experience that affects it. You know, I have to be very careful how I act and who I deal with because that's truly to get stay safe. You cannot hang out with a criminal. I ain't going to hang out with somebody. You know, I had somebody who said I've been in jail 20 years to get my I ain't gonna hang out with somebody who's been in jail for 20 years for some serious felony. They got a pass like that. I'm sorry. Or a criminal. You can't. For me. As I said before, a negative situation and negative consequences. I'm not gonna be a, a hang out with somebody who's a hate monger or a racist or, or somebody like that. Those are not people you to hang out with or to deal with. But also a sociopath. You know, the sociopathy situation with these people is they want to destroy me because I have ambition. I don't even know them. I did nothing to them. That's what I'm going dealing with now. They don't like me trying to be in an industry. So they make up stories about me all over. They make up stories about me all over the place. Uh... Uh, to try to hinder my potential. Uh, they say um, uh, other things. You like They wanted to use my songs to use without permission. They want to follow me around so they can know what I'm doing, so they can hinder my potential. They can lie. And, and, you know, same with my academia. You know that they lied to a Ph.D. program when I applied to it, so I didn't get accepted. They made up stories to some radio station to so I didn't get on the radio. They said these things. They said they lied to people at the colleges that I applied so I didn't get in. They were very effective. They fooled a lot of people. They made up stories to a dean at a university saying that they were social workers. They made up lies to the police about my mental health so I can... Uh, so, so the police don't think they're they're dangerous, and they even said they made up lies to the police and people in my building, saying that I gave them permission to peep in my home, and to that I like to be filmed. They made up lies, all kinds of lies. That's how evil they are. And when I said I requested, I I told the board and I told the management, you know. You know that I would never allow that. I don't allow no peeping Tom. That's a crazy person. Why that person keeps saying it over and over again the last 19 damn years? That's too long. That person needs to be locked up, not me. But, 
you know, and then I stopped, and then they kept coming over here still uh, saying, you know, these people who are sociopaths need to be locked up. Because another reason why is because they have a psychosis themselves. Keep saying that I don't own my property. This little property. They're really trying to what, stop me from owning a home, stop me from being in the music industry, stop me from being an academic success. I don't even know them. And then I realized another reason. Oh, because I don't hang out with my own. With, with, this is what they say after I don't hang out with other black people. That's racism. Okay, it's pure racism. I hang out with whoever I want. But I'm not a racist. But I don't hang out with no African-American criminal or crazy person like that who will say that. Or no white uh, criminal or crazy person who will say that. Latino criminal, Asian criminal. It doesn't matter what race it is. So when I say all those things of what they have said, these people are, this, this, this person is a sociopath, a dangerous person. And you know what? I don't even know them. They are, you know, you know, they they lived in my neighborhood, what, two doors down? And they got obsessed with me because they were attracted and I was not attracted to them? That's not fair. So the important point thing for me is just, I have, you know, restraining orders or whatever. I don't know. I'm okay mentally. So if people hear this, don't deter this or, you know. But, you know, it's really deranged and it's so time-consuming over this. I couldn't believe I experienced something so profound. And I'm a very good person. I, you know, so I had to be careful about what strangers I come across. Strangers I deal with. You know, we have to. As I said before, I learned that a long time ago. Negative people bring negative consequences. So I had to hang out with positive people. I have to keep it safe, you know. Keep safe. If I see that person near my door, keep safe. I had to continue going and making my music. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a talent to sing and write. I don't want this, people, this person destroying me simply because I'm ambitious or simply because I don't have no attraction to them. So I did suffer a very uh, horrific life. All those years of suffering, you know, making music and not getting in the industry, those rejections and still believing positive, you know, just hanging in there, writing music and so on. And um, I was on my own a lot of the time. Then I was with bands. They didn't work out. Several of them, they didn't work out. Um, I, I tried to get bands. And then the last resort was, for me, was to end it all together as far as bands. Because I work with a drummer and I was a singer and we were, I had the keyboards and I was going to play in the studio. He didn't want to be involved. And then I found out he was with, probably with some other band. And then I was like, okay, I was in a band several times when I was younger, 1920, in the band and the band. So I went through a lot, but not just play bands. Just for, I didn't do it. I didn't come out here to to, to play for fun. 
I didn't I, I didn't get in music just to sit around playing guitar for us for a little uh, center and that's it. I did not get into music to be used. I got into music for a business. Hollywood is the main business, just like New York City. Yes, I was in New York City. I did go there. And I didn't stay for reasons, more reasons than one. It was so close to home. That was, you know, I had my issues with, with my hometown. That was one reason. But the main reason was because it was so expensive, like San Francisco. Oh, they're so expensive. So homelessness was be on the street. It's like I was already on the street of LA two years, and I was like, I'm be on the street again. I was like, so finally, I, you know, when I say I was on on the street, I mean going to different places and sleeping in hotels and sleeping outside and not staying in places very long. Using an address as a mailbox. When I came out here, you know, like, there's an address. So I used my mailbox. And I didn't get half my mail because I was all over the place. Until I actually had my first apartment three years later. So it's like, I was, I was like, all over the place. Or flying back to the East Coast. Or, you know, or, you know, going to Greyhound back and forth. So that was tough. Trying to make it as a musician. I still felt positive. I made hard rock music. I was a hard rocker. No one took me seriously. Not even, you know, New York, too. It was difficult. Um, I was in New York very long, but it's like, so in California, L.A., it's like, no one took me seriously. It's like, yeah, yeah. So I went through a lot. So my mind is still on music, but it's still ours. But I have to know that as I get older, I have to have something to fall back on. I have to do other things. I have to have a, I have to alt, I have to accommodate, and because I only have one life to live, but I still have that dream. So why I have that dream to do these things, I don't need to be dealing with all this other stuff that comes in a way that I have no way to anticipate. I have no way to anticipate stuff that I felt I, I had no control over, you know, maybe because I got my records out and stuff. It was even before I got my records out. So, you know, I had to be careful. I'm a very likable guy. People knew who I was or met me directly or actually know me. And, and not go by what my podcast, my podcast is entertainment, is entertainment. So if I sound like talk about this topic or this topic or if I sound off or whatever, that's entertainment. That's, inter- that's I'm an entertainer. And that's why I want to do that for a living. That's why I came to Hollywood. But, and then, you know, going from Hollywood to an area, honestly, where I live now, this is not the area I wanted to live. I wanted to live in West L.A., but I couldn't find a place. So here I am. I don't like talking about negative topics either. I'm sick of it, you know. I know people still question something's wrong with Dove Knight. I can't listen to Dove Knight. Dove Knight is crazy. So why is Dove Knight saying this over and over again? You make your own uh, opinions. And if they're negative, I'm sorry. It's not true. But I have to let it go because I'm 
sorry. I have no control over negative opinions of me based on my podcast. And, and, and at the same time, I can't think about that. I'm a good person. So I'm here to make dreams. But I'm not here to have them be dissipated or be destroyed by someone with a mental illness or someone who's a sociopath. Positive people bring positive consequences. You always have to hang out with positive people. I learned that a long time ago. Positive people bring positive consequences. Someone said that, and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really, you know, when I was young, I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense. So healthy people, it means hanging around with healthy people. Healthy people, good people. An evil person is not somebody who you can hang out with. It's someone who's consistently good. So, you know, I try to be consistently who I am. So I'd hang out around with someone who's consistently good, who respect me for who I am, and that most people on this planet are that, and I'm that too. Yeah, I, I am quirky, but I'm a very well endowed person. But unfortunately, there are people I, I met the worst or the sickest, and you can't be with somebody who's very sick or somebody who's a criminal or. Someone who wants to commit fraud, someone who wants to, you know, I have, you know, the best uh, response to any negativity or some defamation or someone trying to ruin it for me for self-centered purposes, because that's all evil, is to go for my dream, let God take over, and I know what I'm doing is, is I'm, I'm okay. But you got to understand, I came from such a situation where all through my life it has happened in periods of time where I went through a lot. So I'm so much aware about sociopathy and antisocial because I also studied it in psychology, which I was forced to because I didn't get a record deal. Um, so I had to stay away from it. They can be deadly. But the best um, answer is to keep doing what I'm doing, to be consistent and let God take over. Because the dreams are about consistence, persistence. And yeah, the music thing took a very long time. But there was something else I did that was so consistent, that was a big dream. It has taken a very long time. In fact, I thought it was over. But it wasn't. You know, I did better on the test, so now I got a chance to go after that dream. I mean, 16 years. I hope I still have a chance. It's a good dream. At least academically uh, for a job, you know. But, you know, that is what it is. I have to balance out. When I get, uh, you know, you know, that's what I need to do. It knocks at my door. I don't know why. But then I, when I say that, it's like because I'm a good person, I don't know why it knocks at my door in that sense. But maybe I do know in the cultural sense. 
African-American men, while most are very good people, most African-American men, just like any other race, are, are good people. There is a perception in the society of racists that African-American men are criminals or African-American men are, you know, are targeted. So I'm African-American, so I think that's the one reason. They're going by the race or whatever. The other thing is I have a unique style. Um, I don't, you know, follow norms. Perhaps I have my own thing. Or, uh, you know, that's the, I'm sorry, that's the way it is. The other thing is some people probably think because I'm a nice guy, I'm the right victim. And that is not true. So we have to be careful how we act in society because some people could take our kindness or our mannerisms as just ordinary or just being nice as like saying, okay, you can you can harass me. They look for victims. Sociopaths look for the right victim. They do. They look for victims. They look at... They look at personalities, and I guess that's another thing, a victim. But as I say, evil dreams never went out. The sociopath destroys themselves eventually. It's an evil. If you're, you're doing bad things to innocent people, it's going to destroy you. So I keep away from bad people, consistently bad people, unstable people, people who on substance abuse, yes, it can make bring out the badness in them. I can't be around that because my dad died related to substance abuse, um, and he may have died more in more ways than one, a horrific ending. Uh, also, the, the toll that it took on me mentally. Uh, also, very bad experiences with uh, alcoholism, and drug addicts. Um, I can't deal with it. I had to deal with people straight on. You know, it is true of statistics that people who drink and do drugs, uh, alcoholics, drug addicts, have caused are the ones who goes to prison all the time, the most crimes, the most violence. Of fraud, et cetera, et cetera. So being intoxicated and being a criminal is, and being a sociopath is is linked. I'm not just saying to stop the drink, no. Those who can't handle their drinking. But my, my, my life, you know, has been very hard. So when I'm an artist, I'm on stage right now talking to you. That's all there is. I'm off stage. I'm just trying to live my life. I have people outside right here in my area who don't understand the boundaries of living in the home that I bought. Be careful, sociopaths or criminals. They love to look for the right victim. And I think they thought I, they think I'm the right victim. I have to be very careful. But the best antidote is stay away from them and 
and call the police when there's an emergency. Just be aware. We have to. Because who we hang out with can play a role in our our destiny, positive or negative. That's why positive destinies hang out when you hang out with the right people. Negative destinies when you hang out with the, the wrong people. I was looking at some incidents of, for example, like there's talking about some woman down in, uh, I don't know, North Carolina, Shaquilla Robertson or whatever. Oh, Shaquilla, I apologize. Shaquilla Robertson is an African-American businesswoman. I think she was doing her thing and she hung out with the wrong people. She went on a vacation and they took her life. That's an example of extreme example of negative, hanging out with a negative uh, person, people, negative consequences. So we have to watch who our friends are and who we hang out. And that could play a role whether our destiny is better or not. Hearing horror stories like that, it's like someone that young and it was inspiring. And I can relate because I'm an entrepreneur too. And yes, I dealt with jealousy. So the best way to stay away from those types. And you know, I keep I keep the dark people away. When I say dark, evil people away. I put my hand up and I said, "Keep away." But they keep knocking on my door, ready to to to, to go at me. So I keep them away. You know, there's just laws and rules that we have to respect in this society. We respect boundaries, basic common sense. Sociopaths don't understand that. They violate boundaries. So I keep them away. So I can be positive and be around positive people so my dreams can come true. And you do that too. Good day, good night. Good night. I want to say I apologize for you saying the the the, the deceased person's name in, uh, incorrectly. Shaquana Robinson. Um, you know, all I can say is that jealousy was the reason, and, and you know, it's really sad, but that happens a lot. Regardless, there are lots of stories. All ages, all races, all all economic statuses, no matter what country, you know, where you have friends or you think people have friends and they um, they're not your friends. You don't want no evil people around you. Good day, good night from Dove Night.